All right, and welcome to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts, coming on our new live podcast on ContractorTalkPodcast.com, fresh on our YouTube page, Contractor Talk Podcast, and live on Facebook. So this is our new podcast now. No radio commercials, just straight Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell to you, to your ears, with no interruptions. That's what's up. Yeah, you got nothing to play on that one, dude. All right. we, we got the producer on that one. All right, I don't know how that one applied. I guess but... it's more like it's like straight no chaser. Though, type right. of, type right. of idea. Was, you know, every ten minutes we're like, what is, is the time's up again? Oh, then we yeah. have to go. But not out. now, not now. Not I'm now. and I'm your host, Richie Kidwell, and the trusty co-host and attorney Hans Kennan is here. We're going to give you some good information and a legislative update today, and what's going on in our Florida 2024 legislation year um it's been a, been a pretty quiet year this year hasn't it strange, strangely quiet or too quiet as they like to say the the session started january 9th and it's now whatever that would be 21 days in mm. um and, and really there has not been a lot of activity that that i would that i would suggest is it that all that impactful to the, the property insurance or automobile insurance market at least so far right so, yeah, exactly. Like you said, so far, and I'm sure out of like, uh, what are you doing there, buddy? That's our newsroom that was for that the one? legislative update. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, um, <laughs> the all right, uh, deep throat. Well, we <laughs> that's, that's got a couple terms for Joe, but um, we um, we've seen last minute bills get filed and pushed through very yes. fast, just so they can pull a wool over our eyes, because uh, there are only 60 days in the legislative session. Mm-hmm. Um, thousands of bills get submitted, only a few hundred go through um, to go to the governor to get signed. And it has to go through usually three, uh, at least a minimum of three committees in the Senate, three yep. in the House. Yep. They go to the Speaker of the House to get signed off on, then the, uh, the Senate President has to sign off on it. Both the bills must be exactly alike, mm-hmm. and then they push that, uh, the House bill and Senate bill that's uh, exactly alike, to the governor, the governor either vetoes it or signs it and it becomes law. Right. So with that, we saw so much change last year and Oof. the year before wow. that uh, my head was spinning. There, there, was, there was four special sessions and then a main session yeah. that just totally rechanged the landscape of our Florida insurance market. And we've had significant changes. Uh, in 2022, uh, December 16, 2022, a uh, major bill was signed by uh, Dictator DeSantis that stated that we no longer have prevailing party attorney's fees on any policy that was purchased, any property um, insurance policy that was purchased or renewed on December 16th or over or, or after and then has a claim. You don't have prevailing party attorney's fees. And what that means is if I have a $10,000 roof, and they owe me for that roof due to a wind uh, or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. a name peril that's covered under the policy, and I have a dispute against my insurance company, I have to hire you, yep. Hans Kennan, to, to, to file for $10,000 against, uh, uh, against my insurance company for $10,000. What, what, what is that going to look like? Right. Well, like I said, for, for the 28, 28 years I've been a lawyer, for the last 27 years, hmm. what I would say to the client is, look, I'll get you the money you need to fix your house, and they'll pay. the insurer will pay me separately my fees and my costs, we'll work that out separately. It's not going to involve you. Don't worry, I'm not going to take any of your money. <clears throat> well, after December 16th of 2022, again, the time is flying. Mm-hmm. What I now say to the client is, look, you come in here with nothing. If I can get you the full value of the roof, I'm going to have to take typically a third plus costs 
in order to do that same same function i used to so do roughly four thousand dollars roughly roughly four thousand bucks so if, if you have a ten thousand dollar roof um and you came to me before december 16th of 2022 you would get your ten thousand dollars or whatever it is that you need which is just no more than what you were owed like Correct. ten thousand dollars is the indemnity that you're owed to fix your roof Correct. yeah there, there's there's no there's no frills there's no extra money in in property work it's not like a personal injury matter where you have a non what we call intangible or non-economic damages, such as pain and suffering and injury and all those things you would expect. On the property side, the full value is one of economic. What is it going to cost to fix my house? And that's a, a relatively uh, hard hard number. I mean, there may be some variation, but essentially, a roof is a roof is a roof. It only costs so much um, to to replace that. So from that perspective, again, uh, if you come to me, I'm going to have to say to you, my, my friend called it the, the half a loaf. Uh, mm. you know, you can, but what, for most folks, what happens is if there's been a denial of their claim or a severe underpayment, you come to me essentially with, with no money at all, with nothing from the insurer. And most of the time, I can get you, you know, 70% or 75%. Or, um, but mm. again, once we take those fees and costs, unfortunately... Um, it does dig into that. So what the legislature has done and the governor pushed for, just so we're all clear about that, the idea that you become essentially self-insured for the cost of your attorney, um, which, mm-hmm. which is, like we talked about, is not how it should be because you're only getting what was already promised to you in your insurance contract. So you have to pay me to get what you already were entitled to, which seems to be the most unfair circumstances That's wild. ever. That's wild. I mean, since 1893 in the state yeah. of Florida, we haven't seen this. We have This is the first time now that we're seeing it. And I was a very very big supporter of our governor until I see him uh, change, until I see him get bought out by the insurance lobby who was in the middle of a quote-unquote fake crisis that said that they, they didn't have any money. They're going out of business. I can't afford this. But then, ooh, here's $100 million. It's like, how in the world? Like, I've never seen anybody that's that's, that's crying broke mouth come mm-hmm. up with $100 million. Yeah. I've never seen that. No, I agree. Well, well, then Governor DeSantis then flips and says, okay, well, we're going to push all of the insurance lobby. Like, literally, they gave them everything they wanted plus the kitchen Oof. sink. I mean, yeah. it was like everything they've been fighting for the, for that past 10 years, they put it up all on a couple of bills. On a Friday. Yeah. That was going to be heard on Monday right. of the following week. Mm-hmm. Nobody had a chance over the weekend to read it or even understand what the heck it meant. Because it came out like it was like literally like the 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock Friday, set for a Monday committee. I think it was 120, 100, 100 back. There's a whole bunch of bills. But I remember one was about 115 pages. I, mean, I do this for a living, and I got to tell you, man, that it was it was hard. It was hard bad. reading. It was bad. Uh, they made many changes that not only that, well, they started with property mm-hmm. in December of 2022. Yeah. That was during a special session. And then that following session in March, um, they pushed through one of the most aggressive insurance reform bills that have ever been mentioned and ever been put up. And it was astonishing to me how they not only rent, went out and ripped the heart out of property, but they took auto they took medical they took life insurance and said no more prevailing party attorneys fees you must bear your own fees and costs if your insurance company wrongfully denies you short pays you or slow walks you you got to pay your own way yeah they're taking advantage of the poor taking advantage of the middle class because they know that they can't afford to do that so you're just literally just sucking the money out of the middle class and and, and it's just unfortunate that these insurance companies off the backs of hardworking Americans can yeah. sit there and look you straight in the face and be like oh yeah yeah we're in a crisis mode when we know of 
many insurance companies doubling their rates because the state of Florida said they could. Not because they needed to, because right. the state of Florida said they could. So well, they're egregious, they're greedy. Well, like you talk about like a life insurance policy. Someone has a life insurance policy and the insurer doesn't pay. And obviously life insurance is there for a reason. It's to either assist um, everything from funeral expenses to putting kids through college, whatever it may be. Then the insurer doesn't pay life in, a life insurance policy. And you got to come to me and I'm going to look at you again. And I'm going to go, well, for the last 20 years of practice in law, mm -hmm. what I used to say was the insurer would pay me and we'd get you all the money. Now we got to take it from you. So again, the insult to that is the idea that you have to pay me for a benefit you've already contracted for. Right. I mean, the, the unfairness of that. But again, that's that's what the mar that's what the, the governor and the legislature put together, hmm. and they determined that you, as a as a as a consumer, are essentially in the same financial um, position, financial footing, access to counsel, all those things that they are, which we all know is not true, hmm. um, because hmm. they'd like to have what we call the chilling effect on people coming coming forth and making claims and then pushing those claims through a lawyer. Because also, in, in all honesty, um, there are claims that I had where the amount in issue was relatively low, but the insurer would litigate it for years sometimes. <laughs> and my bill would sometimes be much higher than even what the insurance company owed my client. Sure. Because they owe me for my time, my my hours, and my cost. Yeah, look at the windshield guys. They're suing yeah. literally over three hundred bucks, mm -hmm. but they have hundreds of them. Yeah, and on each file, they may get their three hundred bucks, but you get two thousand. Right. You know, for litigating the file. I mean, and and again, and that that's money that that goes to raising rates. When if the insurer simply paid the claim, mm -hmm. well, first thing I tell everyone too is if if the insurers just paid the claims, I'd be out of business. I've been doing this. I've been with with. Uh, I've been practicing first party insurance for 28 years, um, and again, I looked at it from both sides, from representing policyholders, representing insurance companies, and at some point, even as their lawyer on each side, I go, "Man, if they just paid these claims, I'd have nothing to do. I'm, <laughs> no become, I'm the Maytag repairman, right? I'm sitting around waiting for something to break. Right. But instead, they, I think they can't help themselves. That is the insurance companies, and they, right. and they say, well, if we can save 20 percent. On all these claims for a year, that's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars. So yeah. they're in the money making business. Yeah. That's what the insurance company does with your money. They, yeah. they they invest it in other things. They sweep it. They they make money off of your money, period. Mm -hmm. And so they're not looking for your benefit on that. They're not looking to pay a claim uh, at all. They're looking to delay it, uh, deny it, defend it. Uh, and they found that it's a lot cheaper to defend than to keep her. I don't know. I was trying to remember. But <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, you take even a more um, a kind of a simple example these days, with CDs paying five percent. Mm -hmm. So if you're an insurer and you have a million dollars, and you can and you put it in the bank for a year, you make fifty. You would make fifty thousand um, dollars. You say to yourself, "Hey, if I could keep that money for one more year." I'd make another 50 plus the interest on the original 50. I mean, and that's the whole concept we talk about, mm -hmm. about um, the, the, uh, delay. Always, always get delay, <laughs> deny, defend. Delay, deny, defend. Yeah, yeah. So when they delay, all that delay, it just turns money into money. I mean, so if you think of yeah, Compounding money. Compounding money. Yeah. So again, for them, every, every day, every week, every month, every year, has a distinct and kind of a defined financial benefit to the insurer mm -hmm. that you don't have simply because you don't have the money. Right. I mean, they're just analyzing their dollars. That's what the insurance companies do. And again, that's why they make you wait as long as they do before they release the funds. So, and so what, um, 
what they're looking at doing this Florida legislative session um, is uh, uh, is not much. Uh, we do have a bill that I'm looking at right now, Senate Bill 102. Uh, by Senator Jones, uh, Chef Jones. Uh, he's a great senator. Uh, he's the head of the Democratic side um, of the Senate. And uh, what do they call that? The minority leader. And uh, great, great senator, whatever. Um, they, uh, he's sponsoring a bill. It may not get any uh, headway just because mm-hmm. it's so Republican rich in yeah. the state of Florida right now that most of the Democratic run bills don't get a lot of uh, you know time so right. or even get heard on the agenda and so this bill hasn't been scheduled on any agenda yet um, but uh, this bill um, does some uh, let's see what it does it, uh, providing the election of a commissioner insurance regulation prohibiting the commissioner from engaging in certain activities or employment for a sp- specific period after leaving office uh. which we saw David Altmeyer he quit right. two weeks before the ne- the new year so he can avoid a six-year holdback to become a lobbyist rather than a two-year holdback from mm-hmm. the law change. Yeah. So there, there's some strategy there for sure. Uh, prohibiting property insurers from claiming insolvency under specific circumstances. Yeah. Requiring residential property insurers to release specified information to insureds upon request. Um, and uh, that's about it. Uh, now, that's, it's interesting today at Wynn Conference, which is a an annual, uh, um, typically in Orlando, we get everyone, a lot of people together who are involved in a property business. There was um, a discussion that of the, I the numbers be a little off and I apologize, um, that of the 400 or so insurers who are supposed to provide information about claims expenses, what they paid. Oh yeah, from Senate Bill 76. Senate Bill 76. Yeah. Um, there was a discussion today at one of the, one of the, the forums that only half of the insurers had reported any information, although the statute requires them to do so. So I mean, I thought that was interesting. Uh, the, this bill we're discussing passed a couple of years ago, and it was supposed to be the first one that was going to be transparent as to what insurers paid their own lawyers, what they paid in benefits, what they paid in fees to someone like myself, and a variety of other data. Um, but again, my understanding is today that that only half of the insurers have even bothered to respond at all. Wow. Well, it's because the Office of Insurance Regulation is not um, ensuring that they do that. They're right. not breathing down their neck uh, to, to, to do that. And we saw that in the 2021 year when Senate Bill 76 was proposed. David Altmaier, who was the head of Office of Insurance Regulation, um, even stated that and even wrote each insurance company a letter the following year and saying that that's okay if you haven't turned it in. We'll give you an extension of time. Another year. Yeah, I gave mm-hmm. another year. Last year, then we come up and uh, we're like, okay, all this change is coming. We still don't have the data. Right. You guys are running around with a solution to a problem that we don't understand yet that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hold on, right. hold on. It will. It doesn't exist now. And then that, what happened that next year? All of a sudden, rates started going crazy. Right. It's because of Office of Insurance Regulation went around and said, you guys need to all raise your rates. I'm submitting for a 10% increase. Here's 40 you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I just don't get it. They created the crisis, yeah. which then, then made that chilling effect. And then here we are today with allowing the Florida legislators to make these changes, saying, oh, it's all so we can reduce premiums. What? Reduce premiums? Where's that? Where Out of the, all the bills that were passed for property insurance, how many of those had anything about property or about any about a reduction? Zero. Nowhere did it say together, like, you know, next to each other. That would be great. Like a premium reduction. 
Yeah. Nowhere in all of those pages did that exist. But yet that's why we came or that's what the crisis was about, about trying to appeal the raising uh, the, the skyrocketing cost of property insurance. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole legislature mm-hmm. was talking about doing last year. And they did not. They failed. And even in 2022 with Senate Bill 76, I mean, we are now in 2024. I mean, there, there's been some time has passed. <clears throat> there's an article in the Sentinel a couple of weeks ago regarding the essentially the insurance summit for the Chamber of Commerce. Um, and they were all, and literally the, the Orlando Sentinel had this article, and it talked about them being essentially gleeful at the, at the improvements in the insurance market from that legislation. Again, it supposedly wow. helped with reinsurance, limited the amount of litigation, um, obviously took away prevailing party attorney's fees to the consumer. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's, we're now almost, you know, we're moving into the close, close to a year and a half since that bill uh, went into effect. And so far, I haven't heard anybody tell me that premiums have gone down. Right. I we're have not heard that either. The yeah. only thing we've seen are more exclusions exist to give mm-hmm. discounts on policies. So right. you'll see premiums, quote unquote, start to come down a little bit, but you'll start to see your coverage eroded. Yes. Um, that is well supersedes that uh, discount, so to speak, that right. they give you for it. And I'm talking about like most policies now have, when we're just looking at another policy recently, where the policy says you have a $5,000 cap on water backup. And then it goes further to say $5,000 on a cap for sewer mm-hmm. disbursement, a sewer backup. And you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. So the major ways that my house can get uh, damaged could be a sewer backup or by wind, you know, those are the two biggest ones. So, and wait a minute. So your wind, which would come from a major storm. Now you have a 2% deductible. So you're going to pay your first 10 to 15 grand. Right. Right. In case of that, or you're capped at 5,000 in case a sewer uh, line uh, somehow backs up and your home is full of poo poo. Yeah. You're, you're literally screwed at that point. I mean, you know, um, where you're capped at 5,000, so what is your policy really worth? And that's what you need to look at. What am I susceptible for? If I'm in an area that maybe has old plumbing or is on a septic, septic yeah. I'm not going to want a $5,000 septic backup cap. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to want that. I'm going to say remove that from my policy or try to find one that exists on it. You know, then there's uh, these $10,000 limited water damage caps. They call them LWDs or whatever, yep. limited water damage caps. And uh, where it's $10,000 for water damage. And that could be all kinds of different ways. Your dishwasher or whatever like that. Things that yeah. would normally cost, like my friend had a dishwasher uh, a line uh, mechanical error where it was shooting water out through uh, through the drain line mm-hmm. every time it ran. So they didn't know because it wasn't pressurized. So uh, the whole island has to be pulled out. Yeah. And, and it has flooring damage. I mean, it's a $50,000 job all day and uh because it affected the flooring and all that can you imagine if they had a five thousand dollar cap they, they, they really then you only really have insurance for five grand right so why are you going to charge me for five hundred thousand dollar policy when i really only cover for five grand so know what you're susceptible for if you're in, if you're on a septic you don't want that type of coverage yeah right you want to make sure you don't have a limited water damage coverage either because if you do have that sewer backup and car creates water damage you're going to be under that cap mm-hmm. so you want to look at those exclusions and I, I love how uh hans you've said this before you're like when you're looking at a policy Look at the deck page and look at the um, the exclusions and the limitations. Yes, those yes. are the, those are the parts that are gold. Well, we always look at when when your agent calls you and they're trying to save you money and there's nothing wrong with that, but they may call you and say, "Hey, I can save you five hundred dollars," and you know, and that's that's a lot of money. You can save yourself fifty, sixty bucks a month. I mean, that 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 certainly adds up. We always want to ask for what 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 am I losing? Because they're not offering you a discount 
just because they like you, just because anything, anything along those lines. And there's certain things, uh, certain types of discounts you can obtain by the year of the home, hurricane straps, certain types of, of things. But in addition to those more fixed items that you see on most policies, again, they'll, they'll discuss um, uh, other items that that would bring down, uh, bring down your cost. But usually it involves you um, losing coverage, losing some value, right. things such as the, the sewer backup, the LWD, the limited water, um, limited water endorsement, those types of things. But again, the, your agent's going to call you because they could, they could actually just take it away from you in the policy renewal. But there's issues potentially with that for what, what the lawyers call consideration for that. Um, so they'll say, well, let's give you 50 bucks or 100 bucks or $200 per year. And your insurer will probably, your agent will probably say, you know, the odds of that are really low. Well, that's why you have insurance, because there are things you don't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. If you expect them to happen, then you can deal with them and, and address them uh, along the way. But the purpose of insurance, like Richie said, is to cover things that go wrong, that are sudden and accidental. So, again, if you have a half a million dollar policy and you say, hey, I got half a million dollars in coverage, I'm good. The reality is for the, the average standard losses, the wind loss, the sewer backup, the, the refrigerator water line that breaks, the dishwasher that backs up, the toilet that backs up, um, a, a tree that falls on your home, those things typically all have limitations as to what their, what their actual um, payment needs is, is capped at. Mm-hmm. So your half a million bucks really only applies if the house burns to the ground. Right. Um, or gets blown or literally blown like tornado gone fire to the ground is the only time the insurer actually owes you the full value of coverage a which is the dwelling coverage right and that's with the damages supersede your coverage a policy limits so wow. a total loss at that mm-hmm. point yeah um right exactly catastrophic at that point now again i mean most of us aren't going to deal with those type of catastrophic losses in our lifetime thank goodness yeah. right and so but there are those minor losses that we do endure in our lifetime um i i had a claim earlier on in my early 20s and i haven't had a claim well i had one claim since uh since then and so out of 25 years i have two claims so i think it goes is true about one every 10 years and once in a mm-hmm. lifetime is you get that time of where you have to figure out okay do i need to file a claim uh is this something that uh that you know where i have the coverage for um how can i apply this here to this you know whatever that is a, a, a roof um a water loss those mm-hmm. types of things that, that are going to cost you a lot of money you don't want to hodgepodge the the repairs as many people do i did when i was in my early 20s sure. got a little amount from my insurance carrier and i made it work uh-huh. and i was like cool you know but i if i would have known i would have replaced my tiles in my house it would have replaced my my bottoms of the kitchen cabinets and nope i had to match the top and then i had mismatched cabinets you know right. because I, I repaired it myself and you know i would have known that there was line sight coverage uh or excuse me uh, uh light kind color material uh coverages uh in every ho3 policy as the state of florida has in our in our statutes that would have replaced all of that. It all would have looked the right. same, but I didn't know that, right. you know. And so, um, which is one reason why they don't want you to have a good contractor who's familiar with insurance. Exactly, because they'll come in there, they'll tell you what to do, and then there you go. That costs the insurance company more money. And so they're always trying to make us the bad guys, and it's the ones that are playing the commercials over the uh, the Super Bowl um, that don't have your back. They're not mm-hmm. a good neighbor, um, and uh, they just don't pay claims. I don't get we it. Are <laughs> I mean, they're they're not bad at paying playing games uh, or uh, pay, paying claims uh, over at Farmers. Not too bad. Um, who's their main company? Is it Truckers? Um, Truckers Exchange, yes, is the kind of their their underwriting company. It's yeah. a reciprocal, as they call it. 
But obviously, unfortunately, unfortunately I, Farmers insures my house right now. Um, but they're leaving the state of Florida, so we're not, I'm not very happy with them. Right, right. And again, um, oh, or, or to continue our discussion topic on what other legislative law, or excuse me, what type mm-hmm. of uh, bills are, have been sponsored so far during this Florida legislative session in 2024, uh, we're only uh, a few weeks in, and we've only seen two bills filed for property insurance. Uh, one of them is one I just read off by uh, Senator Jones, which mm-hmm. is uh, Senate Bill 102. There's another bill that's out. It's very similar to this one. has similar language in there. Um, uh, has some other protections for homeowners. Um, you, you can't be canceled in midway through your policy, and then right. insurance companies can't go insolvent under certain conditions or whatever. Um, you know, man, the uh, I would love to see some legislation that would not allow insurance companies to 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 allow for these crazy caps, uh, these endorsements. Um, and I know Office of Insurance Regulation is the one that sets this up, but there's got to be some sort of statutes that protect the homeowners a little bit better. Of course. I mean, and there really is nothing out there, um, even on an HO3 policy, which only really requires some, some, basic, some basic things to, to, to be provided. Um, the rest of the endorsements, I mean, you look at your policy, when you go, if you ever look at your declaration sheet, which is the thing that tells you how much your coverage is, usually there's a, a, a page or, or a column for endorsements. And sometimes you'll see 20, 30, 40 endorsements, which are things that, that primarily take away coverage. Um, occasionally they add things in, they usually add things in you don't need. But you'll see the endorsements uh, are also used to take out coverages from your HO3, your homeowner's policy. So, um, uh, and, and again, and those are things that the uh, Office of Insurance Regulation has to approve because none of those things just come in a vacuum from the insurer. So keep in mind, your elected officials and your folks from the Department of Financial Services who oversees that office, um, if you're unhappy with how the, the, your policy is worded, unhappy with the endorsements that you, your insurer has been allowed to apply against you, that's still an elected position. You can still, you can still vote your way into uh, arguably a better policy. So never under, underestimate the power of voting. I know people get very down on it these days. Um, but if you don't vote, you definitely can't change anything. And again, when you have people you don't like um, running Department of Financial Services, that certainly has an impact on on your policy and what they're allowed to do. And you, you want someone stronger, a better watchdog, or what the insurers are going to do, then you got to vote and find out uh, if you can't make a change that way. That's right. Um, and 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 finally, there's uh, uh, the only other bill out that um, is in the property insurance realm this Florida legislative session, uh, Senate Bill 1556, um, very similar to Chevron Jones, uh, Senator Jones mm-hmm. Bill 102, has a couple of different uh, add-ons, maybe similar to the House version mm-hmm. of that companion bill, um, which it talks about a couple of other things. It talks about uh, Office of Insurance Regulation, the uh, the commissioner, um, time in which they um, have to hold back before they can work for uh, certain companies after they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, let's see, prohibiting property insurers from using specified factors as a defense for a denial of a claim. Well, that'd be interesting. Um, not a whole lot that 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 moves the needle as much. Right. They're not talking about attorneys' fees, bringing them back. They're not they're not talking about any other help for consumers. So it does mention uh, in the bill about ins- certain insurance companies not going insolvent based off of certain uh, uh, criteria. Um, but um, 
But and again, you, you you look at Senate Bill 76, it was several years ago, yeah. that said all insurance companies must, by statute, give me all of these expenses on these breakdowns. Nothing. Crickets. And even still now, many of them haven't turned them in. And I'm sure those are the ones that, that the ones that haven't turned them in are the biggest offenders. Right. I'm Usually sure. Is. That's is. why they're not turning it over. Mm-hmm. You know, and or that the information is that bad that it shows the insurance companies are that bad at their job that they're the ones that are creating all this. They created the crisis. Right. I mean, they're the ones that are uh, that made it look like the claim volume is out of control. And then they didn't do that. You know, they wrongfully deny people and slow walk people. Mm-hmm on purpose so they can save money. Nothing in this Florida legislative session uh, this year is going to combat any of that. There's still nothing about uh, reducing premiums here in the yeah. state of Florida. That's unfortunate. So two major bills out, they both say the same thing. Uh, the House and the Senate bills are both uh, very similar uh, in which it doesn't really do much uh, to move the needle in my opinion. So that's kind of where we're at this year. So I agree with that. Um, everything they have out there is is, is not geared to, to be completely consumer-assistive, if that's a word, not to lower your premiums, not to provide you more coverage at a lower rate. So at this point, the, the rates are still go- going to be where they are, but they're set again um, by Department of Financial Services and Office of Insurance Regulation. The insurers do not themselves um, set their rates per se. The state has to approve them. So again, if you're unhappy with that, you can let the state know. That's right. That's right. Now, the state of Florida does have a website, Office of Insurance Regulation. So if you type in Florida Office of Insurance Regulation, um, they have a part on the website where you can shop home insurance, auto mm-hmm. insurance and all that stuff, um, which is a couple of few parameters, what county you live in, certain amount of coverage. And it'll give you a list of names of insurance companies and prices. Um, then you can go to each one of their websites and get a quote from each one of those on your specific address based on your roof type and the age of the home and all those different factors. So um, I uh, encourage you to check that out if you're shopping for insurance. I am uh, currently, you know, as I'm coming up for renewal, Mm -hmm. I've started to see these different exclusions in my policy too, limitations, those types of things, endorsements that will give me only a certain amount of coverage. Mm -hmm. So I will be going back to my agent uh, because it's renewing in March and tell him, listen, I don't want any of this crap. Like, I don't want these $10,000 caps or these sewer backup caps. Find me a carrier that doesn't have that. If you can't find me as an agent, a carrier that offers a policy without these exclusions or limitations, then I'll find a different agent that will hook me up with an insurance company that can. Many insurance companies are entering the Florida market now, um, especially in light of all the law changes. Uh, I think it's going to encourage insurance companies to come here, and that'll just make more competition and make the, uh, the pricing come down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So fingers crossed for that to happen, especially now between now and March when I have to renew. But, uh, but uh, no, I thank you guys for watching the Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell podcast, talking about the legislative session, which is super boring, but we did make 30 minutes, though, go by pretty fast about this legislative <laughs> session um, and about insurance uh, premiums uh, regarding your property insurance. And, um, you know, if we can offer you some help and assistance on this specific topic, if you learned something today, go to our website uh, or go to our YouTube page, find us, like us, follow us, and you can listen to other uh, podcasts and topics that we do here on the show. We talk to contractors, uh, we talk to consumers, we talk about Florida legislative events that change our, our insurance market here. We have folks on the show that are uh, in the property damage uh, uh, world, such as plumbers, Surpro uh, guys that do the dry out, the build back guys, the contractors, the drywall guys, uh, the AC guys that we've had on here. So we bring this information to you and, and even somebody that 
that could be in your Rolodex. If you're here in Central Florida, uh, the folks that we have on here do great work, yeah. um, and uh, we try to bring you the best information we can. Again, go to our Facebook page, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Uh, go to our YouTube page and find us on our website, ContractorTalkPodcast.com, if you want to hear more shows like this on topics revolving around this industry. Thanks for being on the show with us, Hans, uh, Hans Kennan. Uh, and uh, he's always uh, giving out his cell phone number here. So if you need a lawyer, then get out your phone, type in Hans Kennan, lawyer, and go for it. How do they get a hold of you? Phone number is 407-782-0258. That's 407-782-0258. Um, if you need any help, just let me know, and I'm happy to, to talk about any area of the law that you want to talk about. All right. I hope you guys uh, had a, uh, or at least learned a lot here on this podcast. We have many more to come here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. See you guys.